This is Shifting Our Schools, episode 60, five must-have apps for the one-to-one classroom. Listen up, educators. Are you looking to take your classroom to the next level? The technological shift in education is happening right now. If you're looking to integrate technology into your classroom, you're in the right place. Welcome to Shifting Our Schools with your host, Jeff Udick. Welcome back to another Shifting Our Schools. Thank you for downloading and tuning in this week. So glad to have you as a listener, and thank you for continuing to spread the word about Shifting Our Schools, the podcast, also uh, Eduro Learning, and everything that we are trying to do to support teachers uh, around the world with the shift of teaching and learning, and specifically focused on the one-to-one classroom. I'm having so much fun with our one-to-one summer of fun, some great conversations with teachers in the classroom, making the changes needed in teaching and learning when every student has a device. As promised throughout the summer, we're going to be giving away some of our Eduro Learning materials as well as discounts on courses. We're so excited that we finally made the move. Uh, we, our website's been down the last two weeks as we made the move over to uh, Amazon Web Services. So we're growing up, I guess, as a company. Uh, way more robust. I think you'll find the website is loading faster, just going to allow us to do a lot of really cool stuff. So if you haven't been over to Eduro Learning, uh, head over to edurolearning.com. Uh, and you get to, a chance to to feel the new speed of of being on uh, a new server. Um, but all summer long, we're going to be giving away some of our resources and discounting on courses that you can purchase uh, and and download free. Everything focused on the one to one teacher. That's really what we're focused on. It's what my passion is. What I help schools do. So this week, uh, seeing that the website's back up, we got another free download and a discount on a course. So this week free download is 10 hidden features of Google Docs that every student should know. Uh, It's a quick little PDF that I wrote. Great for teachers to start the new school year. If you're headed into a one-to-one classroom, just a couple hidden features. They're not even really hidden, just things for you to know. It's free. Doesn't cost you anything. You can go download it. 10 hidden features of Google Docs that every student should know. You can get that if you just go to sospodcast.org slash 121. Or just head over to sospodcast.org. Look across the menu at the top. You'll see the one-to-one link. That will take you over to our Eduro website where you'll find everything that we have going on to support the one-to-one teacher. Our discounted courses uh, have been have been going well all summer long. Thank you for those of you that have purchased them. Uh, it helps to support us and everything that, that we do and allow us to, to continue making things like this podcast free for you on a weekly basis. But I'm really excited that uh, our discounted course now through July 28th, so if you're listening to this after July 28th, you missed it, but from now until July 28th, 2018 is teaching with Google Classroom. It's a three-week course packed full of resources and ideas to help you get the most out of Google Classroom. If you are a Google Apps Suite uh, school district, if you've been using Google Classroom, or maybe you're getting ready to use Google Classroom, maybe your school district is just getting uh, Google Classroom this year, fantastic three-week, about three-week course, we say. It depends on how much you want to go through there. Really, it's about the resources. Roughly three weeks on teaching with Google Classroom. You're going to get videos, you're going to get downloads, you're going to get research, uh, a really great uh, 
crammed packed uh, course that you can work through on your own pace, self-paced. People were there to support you if you have questions along the way. And the really cool thing is next week's podcast, we dive into LMSs and specifically Google Classroom even more with tips and tricks to get your LMS learning management system, which is what Google Classroom is ready for the new year. Uh, And my guest is also the author next week of the course, Steve Murphy. So Steve wrote the course for us. He's been using Google Classroom. He's a a teacher in a one-to-one classroom. He has been for four years. He wrote the course for us. And next week, he's my guest on the podcast. So you'll get to hear from him as him and I dive into even more uh, tips and tricks to get this. How do you set it up from the beginning of the school year to make sure you have a successful year? And that's why I love putting this course on sale right now. You can pick it up for just 25 bucks. If you head over to sospodcast.org slash one, two, one, even if you don't, I know you're in the middle of summer. You're just listening to podcasts to spend the time, but head over and you can pick up the course for just $25. And then in August or September, you'll have access to that course when you're actually ready to really think about how you're going to set up uh, your Google Classroom to have a successful year. So again, 25 bucks. The course is Teaching with Google Classroom. Head on over to sospodcast.org slash one two one that's the number one to one uh, where once you get there you'll see even more you'll see some of the other courses that have already been on sale or we're going to go on sale this summer and some other free pdfs that you can pick up over there as well all of these discounts all of these discounts and freebies come to you all summer long as we march towards our one-to-one micro credential launch that will be the end of july actually we'll be opening registration for our micro credential the one-to-one teacher on July 23rd. And it's a first come, first, uh, first come, first get access to it service. Um, we're planning on this selling out rather quickly. So you're going to want to make sure you have that in your calendar. It's a limited space. And the way that we do this is uh, there are different levels that you will see there. Uh, there is uh, the premium level, which is what I oversee. And I will only be taking on five uh, mentees for the year. And what this is, what our micro-credentials are, is it's a chance for you to spend 23 weeks of next school year with a mentor or a coach. And I will be taking on five. Our academic level will be taking on 15, uh, 15 people, and that's it. And then if you want to, there's a self-paced option as well if you'd like access to all of the stuff, but you don't get access to the mentor, which is really, I believe, the power of the course. But it's 23 weeks. You're talking almost an entire school year of every week having check-ins with a mentor or a coach, somebody to support you in your one-to-one classroom. I'm looking forward to spending next school year uh, with five of you. Uh, So please make sure on July 23rd, you head over there. And again, you can find more at sospodcast.org slash one to one. That'll take you to the Adura website. There's videos there. Talk through. You'll see a list of all the courses that we'll go through as part of the micro-credential. Just really, really uh, exciting. And and that's why we're really focused on the one-to-one teacher. It's where my passion is, supporting schools and teachers that have gone one-to-one. And with that, this week's episode is all about the essential apps needed in the one-to-one classroom. And I've broken this down into five essential apps or tools for teachers and five essential tools or apps for students. So we're going to start with teachers first. Here are the five things that I think every successful teacher in a one-to-one classroom needs to have access to or needs to have a subscription to. Number one, 
you need a home base. And by a home base, I'm talking one place that all that students can go that everything comes from. Most of the time we call that an LMS or a learning management system, such as Google Classroom or Canvas or Hapara or Blackboard. There's a lot of them out there. I don't care what you use, but as a teacher, you need to have a virtual space that is like a home base for your students. So if you want your students to work on something, it starts there in your LMS and from there you send kids out to the internet. You can train kids early in the year to really understand that you start your day in, I'm going to use Google Classroom as an example, or Canvas, you start here, and from there, our learning goes off. In next week's episode with our um, interview with Steve, he talks about how he trains his kids starting day one on understanding that being ready to go to class in his classroom is you come, you open up your Chromebook, you go to Google Classroom. That is what it means to be prepared to start class in his classroom. But you have to have a home base. I don't care what it is. It can be a blog. It can be a wiki page. But you need to have a site that kids can get to. Uh, and that's, that's, that's the first thing. I don't care what it is, but have a home base. Number two, second thing, Question enabled into videos with feedback. This becomes so powerful. We know we are raising a media first generation. We know that these students are different and that the brain is being wired to understand media first, tech second. With that, an essential app or tool that a teacher I think today must have in a one-to-one classroom is any type of program that allows you to take a video and embed questions within it that gives you the teacher feedback and results that you can then implement into your classroom. Two websites that I'm liking, and they both do things a little bit differently. You're going to have to see which one works for you and which one works at your school or which one does your school recommend. The two that I like, and I'll make sure there are links in the show notes, is Post uh, Play Post-It or Edpuzzle. So both Play Post-It and Edpuzzle allow you to well, I'll use YouTube as an example. You can take a video. It sucks the video off of YouTube. As a teacher, you can actually put stop parts in the video so the students can watch 30 seconds. And then the video actually pauses until the kids answer a question about the content they just saw. That also, on the back end as a teacher, you get all of this data on how long did it take students to watch the video? What were the questions that they answered? Did they answer the questions correctly? You just think about the power of being able to use video to help teach students and also give yourself some data behind the scenes to know where to take kids next. Both of those programs are fantastic. In my book, when I'm working with school districts and with teachers, if you have some PD funds and you want to purchase something in a one-to-one classroom, Play Post-It or Edpuzzle to me is something worth spending your money on. And again, they both have free subscriptions. I would go play with the free version, which one works for you, which one gives you the data that you want. And then I believe one of those is an essential app for a teacher in a one-to-one classroom. Number three, I think you should have a Padlet account. Padlet is free. It's a, a fantastic way to get quick questions, quick feedback. Students don't need to log in, which is just I love that. Like you take away that 
I don't know, blockage for students. The other one I would add with that is Flipgrid. Uh, If you are a subscriber to the podcast, you know, just a couple weeks ago, I actually had a bonus episode with Flipgrid, seeing that they've just joined Microsoft EDU, uh, which means nothing other than they've got funding behind the scenes. They are still Flipgrid, but it means that everything that they used to pay for is now free. It's a video response tool. Those Padlet and Flipgrid, They're free, they're simple, and they're so powerful that those are definitely two apps that I would use constantly, whether it's a a ticket leaving the day, an exit ticket, whether it's a quick response, uh, the the power of those two apps, you can do so much in a one-to-one classroom, Padlet and Flipgrid, and I'll put links to those in there as well. Number four, and this becomes really important, and I still don't think a lot of teachers are doing this. Use a class calendar. Whether you're a Google school, a Microsoft school, or you don't know what school you are, find a way to use a class calendar. I find so many students today don't use a calendar, and schools no longer are giving out paper agendas. So we've taken the paper agenda away, but we're not teaching kids how to use the calendar on their phone or a class calendar that has access to all of the assignments. And that is something we have to teach. It's something we have to spend time teaching. Set up a class calendar, whether that's a Google calendar or an Outlook calendar that you can share or another calendaring app calendaring app that you find on the internet. Find a way to use a calendar for your students to help keep them organized. And lastly, my fifth tip for uh, must-have apps for the one-to-one teacher is you need to have some video and audio recording. Uh, whether that is you have a laptop that allows you to record video and audio awesome. Whether it is that uh, you want to use your phone to record video and audio, awesome. Find a way to record video and audio in your classroom. If you want to get to a point where you're recording your screen, you can do that. You can download something like Screencastify, or you can download uh, something like um, Camtasia, or there's a host of other ones out there. But really, all you need is kids want to see you. And if you have a way to capture audio and video, and every laptop comes with the capability to do it, uh, that to me is is a must-have. We've got to start thinking about a generation that is used to learning through video, and what does that mean for us trying to teach a generation who learns through video? And we've got to make that switch as educators on what does it mean to use video and audio recordings in our classroom. So those are your five tips. Again, I'll run through them. A home base, something like Google Classroom and LMS. Number two, question-enabled videos, something like Play Post-It or Edpuzzle. Number three, Padlet and Flipgrid. I put those together because they do very much the same thing. They're quick response apps. Padlet and Flipgrid, both free. I love them both. Number four, a class calendar. Find a way to use a calendar to help organize and help your students stay organized in your classroom. And number five, use video and audio. Find a way to make sure you have video, audio, recording equipment in your classroom, which means a laptop, by the way. Every laptop comes today with video, audio, recording. So those are my five essential tools, and there'll be links in the show notes for those. Now, my five must-have apps or tools for the students. If I'm starting the school year, here's how I'm starting in early September here in North America where I am. We start usually right after Labor Day. Here are the five things that I'm going to make sure happen 
that first month of school in my one-to-one classroom. Number one, I'm going to set kids up with a calendar. I'm going to spend time making sure they know how to use a Google calendar. Do they know how to set a reminder? Do they know that they can have those reminders come to them via SMS? We know that kids don't check email anymore, so I don't want the reminder to go to their email. I want the reminder to go to their phone via SMS or through a notification. How do we help kids set that up? Can we help kids invite each other to events? I find so many kids have no idea how a web calendar works. We've got to take time to do that. And I would do that. Number one, most essential uh, to start the school year, help kids understand and organize their life using the calendar. And I would start as young as third and fourth grade, all the way through seniors. Number two, Help kids find a to-do list app that works for them. So many times we get kids into, and again, we've used to give kids planners. We've taken those planners away. We need to help kids make a to-do list. There's something about scratching things off a to-do list and and having a to-do list with you. And for better or for worse, kids won't forget their phone. Or if you are in a one-to-one situation, find something that's on their Chromebook or their laptop or the device that the school gives them. For example, one thing that I would use if I was working in a Google Suite uh, school is I would use Google Keep. Google Keep is a great, it's free. You can download the app on your phone. It syncs through all of your devices. I use it personally in my own life. My wife and I make our grocery list on Google Keep. We have a shared note that we both, as we run out of things in the kitchen, we just both put it on our Google Keep. It's got a little check mark by it. When we go to the store, we check things off the list. We need to start helping kids create a to-do list. You could probably also do this in OneNote. If you're a Microsoft school district, OneNote has some nice check marking or task-like features that kids could have their to-do list inside OneNote. I don't care what the app is, but help kids find an app that is a to-do list. That might even be one of my first homework assignments for kids. If I was teaching today in a one-to-one classroom, is today's homework is to go home and find a checkoff or a to-do list app or a checkoff app that you think would be really cool for you to use. Have them download a bunch from the store. Which one do they like? Which one do they not like? There's a ton of free ones out there. I would give them some suggestions like Google Keep on their phone. Very easy. Syncs through all their devices. Uh, Just find a to-do list for kids. Number three for students, I think a must-have that we have to do a better job as, as educators, is some type of password program to help them keep passwords like 1Password or LastPass. Those are my two favorite, 1Password or LastPass. Two fantastic programs that allow kids to start thinking at a very young age about password management. Password management is something we all struggle with. Sticky notes don't work. You shouldn't be writing them down in in your little notebook that you keep off to the side. You need to have some kind of app that helps you manage your passwords. And so I will put links to all of these, but 1Password or LastPassword are industry leaders. Uh, There are free programs that you can sign up for, that your kids can sign up for, and help kids at a very young age all the way through high school learn how to manage their passwords correctly so that when they do leave school, that is something they know how to do. You know, I remember being in elementary school and we learned to brush our teeth. We learned to floss. We actually had to do the uh, fluoride swooshes when I was in elementary school. We were taught those things because those were skills later in life we wanted to create as habits. We need to do that same thing with things like password management 
today? How are we helping kids manage their passwords today so that later on they have good password management skills? We know what's happening on the internet. We know how many hacks take place. And a lot of it has to do with poor password management. We've got to help kids manage passwords correctly. Number four, I think every student should sign up for an Adobe Spark account. I love Adobe Spark as a great way for kids to make videos, video stories. They can make posts. They can make pages. It is such a great platform. Adobe gives it away free. Adobe has now, for this next school year, kids under the age of 13 uh, are now able to sign up for an account. It has one-click login for Google or for Microsoft. Uh, And just a great way as we start moving kids from being consumers of information to producers and creators of content. And there's no better way than to get kids started with something like Adobe Spark. You have kids sign up for Adobe Spark. And again, I do this in the first month and we'd spend a half a day or a whole period playing with Adobe Spark, helping them to see the power of creating videos, the power of creating beautiful pages that tell stories, the power of creating a post that you can actually relay a message to. And then we use that throughout the school year. So Adobe Spark, I'll put a link to it again in the show notes. To me, a must have. And the fifth and final one, this seems very easy, and I know a lot of a lot of times uh, I find a lot of classrooms do this. I find that kids are doing this more than teachers are asking them to, but it's like earbuds. Every student, every day, needs to have a pair of earbuds because I don't know on that day what is going to be the right content for you. And if that content happens to be audio or video, I want you to be able to put in some earbuds, go into the corner of the room and learn from somebody else. I am not the type of teacher that believes that I have all the answers or that even the way I explain to do the math problem is the way that's going to work for you. And so I want you to bring earbuds to class every day because I'm going to explain to you one way to solve this problem or two ways to solve this problem. But if you don't understand it after I get done explaining it, go find somebody on the internet that does and put in some earbuds and go and watch a video or listen to somebody else explain how to solve that problem or explain history from a different perspective. That's why I want every kid to have earbuds. If I'm in elementary, I was a fourth grade teacher elementary school, I would probably uh, put that on my list. You know, my classroom list, every kid needs a, a pair of earbuds. And when you, you know, also put on there that, you know, I think most elementary schools, not every place can do this anymore, but they bring in boxes of Kleenex or uh, other things. I would go down to the dollar store and buy a bunch of 99 cents. I'd buy an extra pair for every kid. So I'd, I'd spend 30 bucks of my own money to go down and uh, make sure I have extra earbuds in the class for when the time is right. So those are my five must-haves to start the school year with students in a one-to-one classroom. I'll run through them again real quick. So for students, got to have a calendar, got to know how to use it, make sure that it syncs across all their devices, including their phone. A to-do list app, such as Google Keep, help them create to-do lists so that they can strike things off and keep themselves organized. Number three, a password program like 1Password or LastPass. Very important to start teaching at a very young age how to be responsible with your passwords. Number four, Adobe Spark account. Sign them up for an Adobe Spark account and let's start turning students into creators of content, not just consumers of content. And lastly, bring earbuds every day to class. Be Come to class prepared. And today, that means having earbuds ready to go so you can learn from whomever. 
Those are my five must-haves. Five for teachers, five for students. Now I want to hear from you. If you have other things that you think should be on this list, or if you say, Jeff, this is a must-have for me in my one-to-one classroom, I want to know about it. If you can use the hashtag SOS podcast on Twitter or social media, you can also tag me at Jay Udick. I'll put all of this in the show notes. I'd love to hear what are other things that you would add to this list that you believe are must-haves to start the school year off right. I hope you're enjoying your summer. I hope that these give you some thought as you start thinking about next school year. What are your must-haves as you start it? And until next week, We'll see you on the network. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Shifting Our Schools with your host, Jeff Udick. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit sospodcast.org, facebook.com slash Jeff Udick, and on Twitter at judick. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time on Shifting Our Schools.